Bitcoin. Good morning, Bitcoiners. Welcome to your market update. Today is August 9th, 2017. All right, SegWit was just uh, activated on the main network, so woohoo, we got that. Um, that's the biggest news over the last couple days. But let's get into a market update and see how this has affected the prices. Um, on Bitstamp right now, 32.89. Quarterly futures, 33.23. So about a $35 spread and or a $35 premium. There was a large surge, obviously, right before. This happened right after the hard fork, didn't really matter at all. And uh, then we saw a surge going into SegWit. If you look at Litecoin right after they activate SegWit, there was a, a slight you know, downward move and then um, sideways for a couple days. And then they went up again. So I expect something similar, I don't really know, uh, in Bitcoin. Could be a couple days here in this general area, but good news is going to stack up here. Don't worry, there's going to be lots of good news coming now that Bitcoin has scaled. Now that we're getting um, into this, we're going to hear, see lots of stuff about Tumblebit, RSK getting going, um, traditional financial people uh, talking about Bitcoin a lot more. So um, the good news is just going to pile up and the price is going to go north. So don't really worry too much about that. Let's see. I got some new numbers. I'm going to be tracking the Bitcoin market cap, total market cap. It's at 54 billion. The total crypto market cap is at 123 billion. I think that's an all-time high because a lot of these altcoins have made recoveries here. Um, don't don't bite off on these though. Ethereum is approaching $300 again, um, but it's as you know, it's a sieve. There's no way that it's going to hold value. Uh, just nothing has changed. It's still a weak network. Okay, it's a weak project. And why it goes up to 300, I don't know. I mean, these speculators can make money going up. If you're a speculator, if you're a day trader, if you're an altcoin trader, go for it. But, you know, don't feel like this is going to be savings for the future. Okay, that's that's all I got to say. Bitcoin is is the store of value here. What else? Let me see the other metrics I have here. Um, so we have the crypto market cap. I said 123 billion and the Bitcoin maximalist price. So if you take that whole market cap and you divide it by outstanding Bitcoins, you get 7,340. And I like to look at this because Bitcoin underpins everything. If, if the experiment that is Bitcoin were to fail, blockchain would be invalidated. All of these other blockchain projects would go away or they would have to totally pivot to something completely different okay um, so bitcoin the value of bitcoin the security of bitcoin underlies all of this whole bitcoin space and remember it's the bitcoin space it's not the blockchain space so uh yeah the maximum price is 73.40 which is pretty big local bitcoin's volume has made a recovery here 6.2 million um that is right uh I guess on the higher end of the average range, maybe uh, seven would be in the higher end. But uh, yeah, that's that's been recovering. And it kind of makes sense. You know, if if P local Bitcoin's volume dried up a little bit during this hard fork time, because, you know, you don't necessarily want to sell your Bitcoin right then. You want to split it first and then then sell it or you're not sure uh, 
what uh, is what chain you're going to be transacting on, et cetera, et cetera. So it's understandable that the, the volume dried up on the OTC markets right before and during, and now it's, it's a little bit more settled, so this average is coming up. Um, that's over 24 hours local Bitcoins, $6.2 million. Um, network volume. This is surging to all-time highs here again. Network volume, so that's on-chain Bitcoin transactions, $1.2 billion transacted in the last 24 hours, and the average transaction size, 45.20, so way over a Bitcoin. What is that? Almost one and a half Bitcoins per transaction. That's pretty large. Okay, mempool, 37 megabytes. This has gone up here a little bit. I don't know. I haven't looked at it to see if it's... Um, if people are talking about spam attacks or something, but um, expect, you know, a little bit slower confirmation times, a little bit higher fees, possibly. Uh, if you can put off uh, moving your coins for a few days, you might want to do that. But the it, we've see, we've exposed that this uh, huge mempool and these high fees that people have been talking like any anytime you listen to these people around uh, the different uh, crypto media out there, they always talk about how Bitcoin has failed because the the fees are so high, the confirmations took so long, blah, 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 blah. But now we've exposed this to be bad actors. And Bitcoin over the last several weeks has been running very, very smoothly. Uh, so you know, all those people just bit off on the FUD. They fell right into Jihan's trap. You know, they, they put spam on the network and uh, these guys report it like Bitcoin has failed. It's, it's exactly the propaganda that they want you to Bite off on. So don't bite off on it. Anyway, okay. Estimated difficulty, in the, uh, I think it's one day away, is 7%, 7.2%. And that is awesome, in, especially in the light of this BCH crap that doesn't make... I mean, it's not really even related to Bitcoin, I don't think, at this point, other than, you know, you can dump some of your coins to get paid. But uh, um, there, I don't think the mining has anything to do with it. If you look at it... Um, it's very there, there's like 75% or 80% is being mined by a quote unquote unknown player, and that's obviously Bitmain. I mean, it's completely centralized, it's Bitmain coin, and that's what we've been calling it from the beginning the Bitmain activated hard fork. And that's exact because via BTC is probably some shell organization for Bitmain's hash rate, too, right? So uh, you're talking maybe 90% of this hash rate on BCH is Bitmain, and who thinks that that is a good idea. And again, Jimmy Song was on being very uncommittal about saying that that's the case because he's like, you don't know um, who's in that pool. And actually, um, what was his name? Richard Hart. He's a new guy on the crypto network. And he's, he made a good point that you know that you can't join that. So it's probably a few people. It's not a well-known pool. So it's got to be just a few people and that's centralized. Even if it isn't Bitmain, it's still centralized. Bitcoin. That's all for my Bitcoin numbers. Let's get into some Bitcoin stories here. So Russia is about to get into the Bitcoin mining game. This was a story on Bloomberg. Now, I think it's interesting because the two most notable gold hoarding countries over the last, you know, uh, decade or so, uh, China and Russia are now going to be big into Bitcoin mining. And that's interesting. We can see this Bitcoin mining starting to become a narrative of national interest. It's starting to work its way into this reserve currency type gold status. And I'm very serious about this. This is happening and it's going to happen slowly. And most people aren't going to notice this, but um, 
Russia's getting into this, and this is straight from the top, I guess a Putin aide is wanting to invest $100 million into Bitcoin mining. And, um, you know, this this whole thing is changing. It's starting to turn turn the corner here where Bitcoin is becoming vital to national interest. And just wait till they figure out they can just fucking buy it. They can go out and buy $100 million worth. You know? Um, anyway, so, all right, that's that. Bitcoin Core 0.15 is going to be released soon, I think. I'm not sure the date or anything. But they have an interesting thing. They're, they're going to be banning all 2x nodes by default. So the Segwit 2x New York agreement thing. Um, they're going to be banning all those as a self-defense mechanism because, you know, Bitcoin Core has their consensus and they, they want to defend their network and their consensus, right? So they, they're going to be banning all these 2x their sig- nodes they're signaling for 2x, or at least propagating blocks that uh, are signaling for 2x. So that's that's pretty awesome. And I don't, I, you can't get mad at self-defense, right? They're, they're defending their, their own network. These 2x guys are out of their depth. Okay, uh... Bitcoin News Show, this crypt, World Crypto Network, uh, Vortex's show, they had he had Vinny Lingham on, and he just gets destroyed by Bitcoin Airlog and Gabriel Divine. They made some really good points. Uh, Bitcoin Airlog, uh, Mike Carvalho, I, oh shit, John Carvalho, he said, he made some really, really great points on ICOs and how we've seen this before, and yada, yada, yada. I, Vinny Lingham just had his same old talking points, and really was not able to defend himself well, Vinilingham. But whatever, you can pump anything, I guess, these days. Okay, there was a tweet storm by Sovereign Ind individual. And I linked to that in the show notes. Oh, I linked to the Vinilingham video too. Um, anyway, so this tweet uh, was like 59, <laughs> 59 tweets long. Uh, it, it was pretty crazy, but he made several good points. Uh, the ones I like to point out here are going to be the, the general like support for 2x that's being claimed by 2x is completely whack it does not exist basically coinbase is the only exchange that is backing it so that's not to me that doesn't mean anything because coinbase is wrong on almost every decision that they make (laughs) Uh, he also points out that jihan bitcoin.com and via btc have all broken the agreement already with this um bitmain activated hard fork so there's that part so to wrap up my Bitcoin stuff for today is uh, Bitcoin, I think, is very healthy here by the dip. And uh, there's going to be lots of bullish news coming out in the wake of the SegWit activation. And if you see FUD, call out FUD because let's just build out SegWit here. Let's see what happens in the next month or two with the SegWit, this Lightning Network stuff, um, you know, RSK, like I said, and other things that are coming that are almost ready. That they've been working on with, um, you know, Litecoin and Bring it over here to Bitcoin. Bitcoin. All right. Traditional markets. Gold is up 1268. And uh, this has to do with like Trump made some comments. And I linked to the this short little video in the show notes. He, he talks about fire and fury. Trump is uh, just using bombastic language right back at Kim Jong-un who used crazy language himself. So um, it's all rhetoric. Like when I watch that, I'm like, that's kind of silly. But. He's, he's just trying to one-up this and, and talk strong. But I guess there's been some troop movements uh, associated with this, so um, we'll, we'll see how this turns out. But um, North Korea is a tiny country, and with a tiny military and starving people, I don't think that they would do anything really uh, to these people. China has been 
falling out with North Korea too. So North Korea is kind of friendless and th- this would not, you know, this would be like a big bully picking on a little kid in the, in the playground. It's not going to look good if the U S does anything. Um, but Trump, I think it's funny. Trump is definitely watching game of Thrones because he fire and fury. Um, all right, so gold is reacted to that and is going up. Now, the dollar is trying its best to rally here. The DXY is trying its best to rally, but it's not really having too much success. 93.61, and I think it could could go up to 95. You know, there's uh, technically on the chart, there's some, some room for a, a decent-sized rally here. But um, overall, I think that the Fed and the, the U.S. government or the U.S. economy is in really bad shape here. Okay. Um, here's an example of how the fed is losing touch. So they discontinued their labor market index. And this was Yellen's favorite indicator. Um, they, they abandoned it because it doesn't fit the narrative. And this is what I've been talking about that they pick and choose. They cherry pick what they say is important. Then like major indexes that they can't get rid of like CPI, they change how they measure it or they seasonally adjust it differently. So, or they double seasonally adjusted. Remember this, the jobs numbers got double seasonally adjusted like two or three years ago and made it look really good. Also remember these GDP numbers that come out, a lot of these numbers that come out, um, they get corrected. So they, they come out, they look really good. Oh, but then, and so the market reacts a certain way, but then a month later they correct it down by 50% or something. So um, these are all just crap numbers, really. This is another example of how the Fed cannot deal with reality. That's happening. Bitcoin. All right, guys, that will do it for today. Thank you for joining me. My name is Ansel Linder. This is Pal Bitcoin from Bitcoin and Markets. Like, subscribe, share this around, please. Also, if you'd like to support the show financially, go to patreon.com forward slash Bitcoin and Markets. I'm going to be raising my minimum on Patreon from $1 up to 2 or $5. So if you want to get in, I'm going to grandfather in people that are already donating $1. So if you want to um, get in before... I, I raise those uh, the minimum up. Get over there to patreon.com forward slash Bitcoin Markets. Thank you guys so much for everyone that is supporting me on Patreon. That's it. Peace. Thanks for listening.